On Athletes Are People Too, we talk about life as an athlete beyond sport. We have real conversations about everything, from the perks of being an athlete to the daily struggles that no one really brings awareness to. We also discuss various ways to achieve success in business and other aspects of life. Our goal is to help athletes realize their full potential as people. This podcast is meant to empower athletes so they believe they are more than their sport. So come laugh with us, learn something new, and enjoy a show made by athletes for athletes. episode we're going to talk about something that I think a lot of us have been hearing in the news and the media right should athletes get paid to play and so what I have pulled up right now was California pay to play bill pushes college athlete compensation also what we have was that the NCAA I guess threatened California over the pay for college athletes and they lost that battle they tried <laughs> they tried they're like oh hey California what are you doing they, California they, said, they no, took no, their no, no, shot no. and they missed. Right. Which, NCAA, good try, but you tried. Right. Too bad. Um, but, yeah, like. Let's talk the, about it, though. Yeah, let's talk about Athletes, it. Athletes, do they deserve to get paid? So, Nick, not too long ago, we went to an event at Stanford University where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was talking about mm-hmm. this topic, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, the fact is. Men's football, well, there's only one football, but football and men's basketball (laughs) bring in the most money for a school system. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they're selling these guys' jerseys in their bookstores, making Mm -hmm. money off their image and likeness, and then some of these athletes don't even have, like, money during the summer or don't even have enough money to really, like, live their life, that's not fair. And even Kareem was like, I'm not saying you need to give these guys these million-dollar contracts, but give them a couple extra dollars in their pocket. So that they can fill their fridge or, you know, like... No, he was like, no, he (laughs) said to take out their girl on a hot date. Maybe they got a couple girls, but that's their prerogative. (laughs) That's neither neither here nor there. But, no, but he was on to something. Like, athletes, especially at the elite levels, when they're, I mean... Their traveling is crazy. Everyone knows who the, their name and face is. Like, especially those type of athletes, they deserve something. Like, throw them a bone. Like, if they have, like, give them an apartment to live, some food. Like, it's 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 more it's is, more they, than they a full. Get food, but it's, but, but it, that they get food. But okay, when you're with them, like when you have like an event, you get food. But like when you go home, like a but lot. That's, but that's what you get a stipend I mean, though. But like a lot of athletes don't. No, they do. Okay, so here's the thing. Because I agree that they should get paid to play, but then I'm also going to disagree about something because they do get a stipend. And what they choose to do with that stipend is their prerogative. And it just so happens that a lot of these athletes, like when I was at school, would spend their stipend on motorcycles or Gucci belts. For sure. So they they, they could have food, but they're choosing to have a Gucci belt. So So, let's be very clear about that. so So the stipends need to go to food specifically or like specific things? No, no but but no, no, I'm not. I'm not. What I'm saying so then is... So what is the solution to that? The solution... Because that's, that's a good counter-argument. Like, well, they're just going to go buy no, Gucci. I think that, to your point about the apartment, like, have that be like, okay, there's standard apartments that are for maybe student-athletes and that the athletic departments, can, like, covers their their monthly, you know, 
rent Mm -hmm. and that's it and then they get the stipend that they usually get and they don't have to split that stipend between rent and bills right so that they can at least say that housing is paid for because we need to teach i think you're about to say money management you can't give somebody this can only be used for food and then when they're no longer an athlete they're blowing their money on bullshit here's your money for food and drinks like where do you think those like the money for the drinks it's drank it's drank it ain't no drink they're having fun so there needs to be a system where, cause, so b- back to my point of like these high level elite athletes, like the high D1 level, they are, you know, they're household names, right? Like they know, we know who they are. They're they bringing millions faces. of dollars into their university. They need to be compensated because especially them, like they are, it's more than a full-time job. It, they're like always on. Yes no and no. What. Yes and but no. like for for example, like at a D one where maybe you're not in the limelight, it still feels like a, f- a full time job. But even, and then you got to be a full time student. Well, the thing is, that I'm not even going to say we can't even just say they're in the limelight because there are mid major schools. Even well, like, that's what I'm saying. Lower D one guys where it's like no, but you're even D two. But even D two, like the thing is, like they're around the clock too, where they have to go to practice, they have games, mm-hmm. they have school. Like I don't want to isolate it and make it seem like certain levels of division one basketball or sports in general deserve to get more money it's more so like if you're selling someone's jersey in their bookstore and you're making xyz amount of money off their image and likeness and they're struggling financially even if they're taking their stipend and they're sending that stipend home to take care of their parents because let's also bring up the fact that a lot of these athletes do come from areas where They've had to struggle. Mm-hmm. And so For they sure. send a lot of their money back home to their parents. So you're saying athletes should get paid royalty-based, essentially. I'm like not saying on, that. Offer, I don't, offer, I don't, like, I don't know what the, an, the, the answer is. That's not our job to figure it out. That's not my job. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just bringing awareness. Deserve, yeah. They deserve to be compensated. Because so, like, back to my point, it's a full-time job being a student athlete. Yeah. Being a full-time student and a full-time athlete, I mean, we could both attest to that. It's a full-time commitment. And when you don't... Whether you're winning or losing games, because there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than doing that shit day and night and then losing. Mm. I'm like, shit, we can't even get a W. And I'm tired as hell. Mm-hmm. Ain't that about a bitch. Yeah, and then I still don't got enough money to like, you know what I mean? And then when you're on the road, you have to worry about your study hall and you have to worry about finals coming up. Like, you have to worry about all that other stuff. And you know your bank account is like not looking too good. Right. We don't got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in our we bank have account. We have zero. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollars <laughs> <laughs> in our bank account. Right. Barely. <laughs> like, like when we get the uh, per diem on the road, it's like, oh, that's Just, a good right, feeling. Exactly. Because like you, if you know how to manage it, you can kind of like, you know, pocket a little bit. You can just kind of go to the dollar menu, Shoot. which we shouldn't have to be eating from the dollar menu as, to be an athlete. We shouldn't have to go to, like, Olive Garden. Like, I'll just view the, the soup and salad. Oh, Olive Garden. We used to go there. <laughs> that, that bread was like sticks cla- on bread sticks a, on bread sticks. That's a classic pregame uh, meal. Carbs. It's, it's <laughs> no, cheap it's carbs. all carbs. It's cheap carbs. Bread sticks hit cheap every carbs. time. I literally just went to Olive Garden a couple that, days ago. <laughs> did it take you back? Yeah. <laughs> to being an athlete on the road. And then I realized, maybe girl, you need to all these carbs because you're not running anymore. So well, that was a struggle. What was your favorite pregame meal? On the, anything <laughs> pasta related. And even still to this day, that's like, pa- I yeah. I love pasta. God, we had, we had Olive Garden so much. Yeah. It wasn't easy 
it's it's easy because everyone pasta. pretty much loves like chicken alfredo so you can just like yeah you just order a bunch of those <laughs> and maybe a little like spaghetti breadsticks <laughs> yeah and you're good yeah you always get that one good one dude on your team who ordered like the chicken parm yeah and you're like come on bro eat the goddamn alfredo. get the alfredo <laughs> get the chicken alfredo like <laughs> all of us trying to be fancy and right shit. Right. Just whatever. But no, so my base is like, I don't <laughs> know. Oh, right. <laughs> I digress. Back to the topic. I'm not saying, like, I don't know what the answer is. Because even, like, I'm talking about from a woman's perspective where I know me as a basketball player at San Jose State, I wasn't bringing in no extra dollars. We couldn't even get, we couldn't, honestly, we couldn't <laughs> even get 20 people to show up for our games. In the, in the, in, you know, on, on a good, like, on a good day. I know, for a fact, my moms and dads was there. Home, homecoming week. Pack the gym with like twenty five strong yeah people, <laughs> maybe including babies. <laughs> like and so I know that you know. It, How, it, but however, however, there's still a huge pot of change, a huge chunk of money that there is available to athletes. No, and, yeah, and I'm not saying that like you know every athlete at the D1 level needs to get like X amount of dollars, but like I think it might even just be case by case, like. Athletes at least deserve to have some sort of like help if they needed it yeah. in terms of compensation. I don't know. The way that I look at it is like even because here's the thing. These big time athletes are already on this pedestal and some of them already have big egos and already feel like, you know, and their shit don't stay. they already paid under the table anyway. We're not so. going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. They I don't. Digress. Right. You're right. We're they, not going to talk about that. But. <laughs> But I don't think giving them more money is the answer. Like, my idea of, like, maybe having, like, student athlete apartments where, like, athletes is, like, All their, athletes their rent. in one building? Yeah, but in their yes. rent, their, and their rent's paid for, right? So, By the school? Yes. So the rent's paid for, and then whatever that stipend is, I think, like, it, it varies between, like, eighteen to $2,400. I don't know what it is anymore. Maybe you get more money if you stay there. Like, by your senior year, you're getting more money than a But I don't even year. think that's the answer. Like, if your rent's paid for and you're collecting, like, $1,800, like, per check, you're good. Yeah. Because True. half of your half of your like stipend was going towards your rent. So if your rent's already covered by the athletic department, like you can't you can't complain. But that but that's my point of like making it a case by case study because like what if you're an athlete at USF and you have to pay rent in San Francisco versus like someone that's So an I guess athlete. my question was were you were you saying a case by case by school by school or athlete by athlete? Both. School by school, like case by case, athlete by athlete. So my thing is, the way I look at it is, it should be school by school and not athlete by athlete. Because again, to my point, like, yeah, just like most football and basketball programs are bringing in the most money, then you're not going to say that like women's basketball, women's soccer doesn't get as much money because they're not bringing any money to the university. That's Mm -hmm. bullshit. Mm -hmm. Right? So I'm looking at it like, okay, I think it should be university by university based off of where they are and how much it costs for price of living in that area. Because, yeah, San Francisco, like, when I went from Oregon State to San Jose State, there was a huge jump in the cost of living. I could get a one-bedroom apartment in Oregon for $500, and I couldn't even get, like, a a shack with, like, (laughs) bed bugs and roaches for $500 in San Jose. No. You know what I mean? Like that roaches and bed bugs at least cost $900, okay? Oh, easily $1,100. Right. For a studio. With roaches and bed bugs. With, with a kitchenette. And roaches and bed bugs. So that's why I said, like, we have to look at it, I, in my perspective, 
university by university depending on where they are located in the price of living and i just feel like let's make you know room and board like a standard i even remember when i transferred to san jose state like to stay in a single dorm i got less money than if Mm -hmm. i was in like a double dorm than if i was off campus and i was like what the so if i want my privacy i only get to pocket at that time when i was there only $300 a month because I have privacy, like, that's bogus to me. I think that if I want, like, to be in a dorm, like, by myself, then that should be paid for on top of I get the full amount of my stipend or whatever. Yeah, like, the stipend and the scholarship check. Mm-hmm. And then then I can't really complain because my housing's taken care of. I get to live in a type of, you know, area with, like, a nice, you know, a nicer apartment or whatever the case is that's paid by the school. I get around, you know, $2,000 a month. All you got to do is pay for food mm-hmm. at that point. But even then, some people, like, even if you had to just pay for food, like, there's going to be some athletes that don't have that source of income that maybe they're getting it from a parent or they have to get a second job or whatever. Athletes at a high level, they don't have that time to, you know, work a job or whatever. So going back to the point of, like, should athletes get paid, 100%, I agree, but, like, there has to be some sort of system where it's fair to like the athletes that are generating a lot of the money and the athletes that aren't generating a lot of money, but as like everyone needs to be taken care of. Yeah, exactly. What that solution looks like. Uh, hey, hey, we got enough going on. That's not what but I'm trying like, to solve for. But everyone needs to feel like they have that security, like they're taken care of, they're fed. Like that's, that was Honestly, one th- not, that was not even one just being fed. They have a place to sleep. I remember there were some summers where I remember some football players like had to be on campus because of workouts. I don't think they were in school. They weren't taking classes per se, and so they couldn't get like the money. Oh yeah. And so they were sleeping in their cars. Oh yeah. No, I I mean, I was when I was at San Jose State, I was crashing at a couple of the football players' apartment because I lived close enough where I could commute to yeah. our workouts, so I didn't have to have a, an apartment during the summer because I couldn't afford it, right? Yeah. Like I couldn't afford that rent yeah. during the summer, so I would sleep in a couple of the football players' apartment, like, and it was me. And we had a one, it was a one bedroom, and it was like me and then like four football players in that one bedroom apartment, just packed in deep, like they were there for their for their summer workouts and summer school and so was I we it, it was so hot in San Jose we had to sleep with the door open it was First wild all, and we're all D, we're supposed to be D1 First athletes all, that's like that's a lot of body heat that, that apartment but what else am I spo- what else are we no we, we're, we're cool mm-hmm. we, we we're, we're cool it was it wasn't as bad as you'd think okay don't look at me like that. And we, <laughs> hey, we had to get by. We had to figure it out. I'm not mad at you. I'm just had, saying, like, to, I'm trying to envision. I'm giving you this face right now because I know. It was tough, though. Yeah, and, and that's what's sad. Like, you, like, to your point, you were saying, like, we're D1 athletes. People expect us to, like, be spoiled and taken care of. And during the summer, it's like, there's there's five or six dudes deep in a one-bedroom apartment. It's like you're getting your education paid for, and you get to keep playing the sport that you love so much. So shut up. Like, stop complaining. Right. You got it pretty good. Right. But it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. You're selling me on getting a free education and getting a, continuing to be able to play my sport, but, like, is that all I am? Like, going back to what, 
our last episode, like, am I just another statistic to you? Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're actually trying to take care of me. Yeah. Because the, without the athletes, there is no product. So if we aren't playing the sport, you guys upstairs aren't making any money. Mm, okay. So I'm just saying, like, if you want the athletes to continue to generate that money, you better start taking care of them the right way, not just here's an education, and which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, a free education and being able to play our sport at a high level, we love that and appreciate it. But we also need to be taken care of for what we're doing for the school. Yeah. But not only that, we should be taken care of because what? Athletes are people, too. Boom. We need <laughs> certain... We're not just a product that, you know, we just play a sport and then that's it. But yeah. We're more than that. And I and I think, like, I, I want us to touch a little bit about, like, you know, certain universities in certain areas because... You know, we look at San Jose State, that's a mid-major school, right? Yeah. And it is so expensive to live in the Bay Area. And so it just made life that much harder. Like, the struggles that we had versus, like, the struggles that, like, I I mean, I didn't really see any athletes at Oregon State struggling financially because, you know, scholarship checks were nice and fat and price of living was nice and cheap. Um it's just we got we, we we have to take those things in consideration. Just like mm-hmm. in the in the cor- corporate world, if you're at a big global company and you live in California, your salary is higher than if you are based in like North Carolina, right? Because of the price of living, Correct. I feel like that same type of breakdown should happen in athletics. I'm not sure if it is or isn't mm-hmm. necessarily, but I feel like that's something that should be taken into consideration. For sure, especially like you said, like the schools out here in the Silicon Valley, San Jose State, Santa Clara, Stanford, Cal, all these schools, St. Mary's, it's expensive as hell to live out here. So like, yes, they're compensating for the rent and everything, but on top of that, it's expensive to live out here, period. Mm-hmm. So, like like you said, like I think case by case, some athletes should be getting maybe a little bit more than other athletes. But then you have to consider, like, the level of athletes, like like the Alabamas of the world versus, like, like Alabama and San Jose State. Like, obviously, Alabama's bringing in way more money, so, like, their athletes should be compensated a little bit more than San Jose State. However... The cost of living in San Jose is way higher than Tuscaloosa, right? Alabama, like, well, Alabama. Period. The whole, the whole state, the whole state of Alabama. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like you have you have to balance both of those. Yeah. The the level of the athlete, also the level, or like just like the sport they play, all that, and the school where they're at in terms of money, Mm -hmm. and where they're at. In terms of, but you know what? I like, think because the cost it's so, of living of where they are. But I think because it's like as we're like talking this out, it's so complicated, and that's probably why there hasn't been a solution. And that's probably why California is the first because people know that California is probably one of the most expensive states to live in. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I really honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, because I honestly have never really taken a look at this topic too much because for me as like a women's basketball it player, different out here. Well, for me as a women's basketball player, I never really care too much about this topic because 
San Jose State or Oregon State wasn't getting any money off my image and likeness. However, if I was in the shoes of a, a of a male athlete, either playing football or basketball, and I was a star athlete, and I knew that they were selling my jersey, and I knew that like my parents were struggling while they were selling my jersey, I'd be pissed off, mm-hmm. and I'd be advocating for it. So I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of that you know male athlete who should be benefiting off of it. And I'm like, what makes sense? Like, even if it's like, okay, there's a bank account or money's being transferred to a bank account that they can't touch until they're a senior. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what it is because you don't want to just give them money so they can just blow it. You know what I mean? That would be a really good incentive. So, like, you basically, through every year of completion, you get a certain certain amount amount of money into into your account. and then Or to a private account that you can't access until you graduate. Right. Exactly. So then by the time you graduate, you, let's just for round numbers, you get $1,000 per like year of completion. And so by then, by the time you are, and you don't get one for redshirting. Let's just I was say. about to say, if you a fifth year, that's what I'm talking about. Everybody, everybody redshirt. <laughs> yeah. No, okay, so if, like, let's just take that out. So it's just a, even $4,000. Even that would help athletes at least go through that transition into finding something new. Just knowing that they have the security of, okay, I got a little bit of money in the bank because I went through this process. Because you are working, like you are, it is a job. Mm-hmm. It, the hours are long enough where it feels like a job. Mm-hmm. You don't get compensated for that. So maybe it isn't. You do, but so, you don't. But I mean, well, yes, exactly. You get it in different ways. Exactly. You get it in, in that free education. You get it in, in that, you know, being able to play your sport. But you that, get it in that stipend that. monthly. You do. So maybe continuing that same pattern of like you get your stipends, you get you, so you feel comfortable, and then by the end of your term, and when you're done, you grad, and that gives you an incentive to graduate. Think about how many athletes don't. If you, if you finish, do not graduate, you don't you get that don't money. Get it. Like you gotta, you have to finish out school. That gives them the incentive to actually do it. Yeah. And let's say, okay, let's even say like you are an athlete. You went three years in. Going into your senior year, you went to the draft, you started playing in the pros, da 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 you started playing, and then you came back, finished out that last year, and you graduated, here's that $4,000 that First you never of all, got. First but I'm, let's be real. If somebody goes to the pros and they make Not it. necessarily. No, what but no. But I'm saying, whatever? But I'm saying, you just made that use case. Like, they're probably not looking at $4,000 like that's significant. So what we're going to really talk about is the... Okay, what if is, you don't is, the, get is, is the 98 to 99% of athletes that do not get drafted? That $4,000 will be nice to them. I mean, even the ones that don't get drafted, though. Oh, yeah, they come back. Yeah, because that's, they, that's they, realize, they realize they don't have I'm just saying, they like, don't get drafted. My, my, my point was you can leave and come back and still, and still, get, that and money. still get that money. Yeah, so no, then for you, sure. There's no penalty. Yeah. Basically. So I feel like we created a solution for whoever wants <laughs> so to get So, NCAA, if you're no, listening. So, so here's the solution. <laughs> first things first pay for their housing without taking from their stipend. Yes. Cuz right Make sure that their roof is paid for. Yeah. But, Period. but no, but no, because it is paid for but they take away from people's stipend. That's so, what I mean. That's what I mean. You yeah. just, that you, that's paid for and you don't and touch their it. stipend. And then you have some type of incentive program that every year depending on the certain like now this is where it's a case by case athlete by athlete, right? For every year, like that, you, you can know, generate that like. But I, but I, but I'm even like thinking because you know I like numbers and finance. So say if like a a football player's jersey accumulates X Y Z amount of money 
every year, then that athlete would get a certain percentage of the, the sales pot. and it'll go into that private bank account or whatever that they can't access until they graduate. That way, while their image and likeness was being, you know, basically sold, they're generating some type of revenue, but they only can access that revenue when they graduate. I think that is the solution. But then that, but then that causes problems because let's say I'm an athlete, like a one and done athlete, and I played one year, I get all this, you know, like, you know, people like me, they're following me, they're buying my jerseys, but I, after my one year at Duke or whatever, I go to the pros. I'm never gonna touch that money that I generated because I have to get it when I graduate. Okay, I don't care if they go if they're one and done. That means they're going to the NBA or the NFL making millions. So true. I don't really care. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. I can't sympathize. That's true. Well, that just goes. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think that you should have to go play. Like, if you, I think if you want to pursue that route of being a pro, you should be able to just put your name in the draft. Yeah. Like, if you don't want to go. I, I, that's just my opinion. If you think you got what it takes, then go. I mean, that's, go overseas, whatever. If, that's school, a topic, if school's not for you, yeah, like, that's a topic of a whole other discussion because I'm not even going to talk about that. That that is less than two percent of college athletes go pro. Mm -hmm. We're not even touching on that or talking about that. What we're going to talk about is the majority, you know, because the majority of athletes are the ones that you, to your point, that might try to enter the draft, but then don't make it, and then they leave school. We're still giving them the opportunity to come back and still try to get some money that they cultivated off of their image and likeness while they mm -hmm. were at that university. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's it's, important. It's great now, though, is the rule where you can enter the draft, and as long as you don't sign with an agent, you mm -hmm. can come back. So you can like kind of test the waters, see oh, if it's going to work so out. So your eligibility, you can still come back as like a college athlete. Yes. So... Now, as long as you don't sign with an agent, and I think actually now they, and don't quote me on this, but I think you can actually sign with an agent and still go back. I'm not sure if that's 100%, yeah. but they made the rule where you can enter your name into the draft. If you okay. don't get drafted, you can come back. But you, yeah, so. Yeah, I mean. But, but when we were playing, it was like, once you enter, like, that's it. Like your amateur status is now. Is, is done. Yeah. The NCAA kind of has some leeway with that now. Okay. So, well, that's good. But yeah, um, I think they do. Athletes at the collegiate level need to get paid, whether it's something, something, something like something. I where really, I really think, I really program. think our solution is. It's a, it's a. I mean, I would be so much more uh, motivated to want to graduate, knowing that I have a pot of money waiting for me, like as a, as a reward, like hey. Good job, you did it. But not only that, now that I'm thinking, cause, you know, I'm like always thinking about business and numbers. So while you're an athlete, that then motivates you to kick ass even more so that people can buy your jerseys more because you know that you're gonna get a certain percentage it's, off of your image and likeness. It's more and incentive then to- it, it, It's like when you're a professional athlete, like if you get certain bonuses, if you do certain things, right? So you get that much more money and then knowing that if you graduate, you get all that money. So it's a win-win. They're generating money for the NCAA and they're touching part of that money too. Mm -hmm. Through social media, they can, <clears throat> excuse me, through social media, they can build their brand and they can get people to follow them and buy their stuff and whatever. So that way you can, at the end of the road, like have more, Yeah. you know, like it, get, it just gives you more reason to want to promote yourself. Be you proud know, of being an NCAA athlete. Yeah, and even aside from that, like we're talking about like them having like money from like the athletics department or whatever after they graduate. I also believe that if they want to create their own business while they're in school, they should be able to. For sure. And, and, and not feel like, and no one should touch that besides them, mm -hmm. right? Because 
if you're on top of you know your game you know you're in the midst of your college career and you want to start like a clothing line or something when you know like nowadays social media you have a lot of these college athletes that have as many followers as professional athletes and so if they create a clothing line or they or if they started something and people are buying it off of their image and likeness they should be able to take all that money and be able to use it and capitalize off of it that's the same thing that like i don't don't know i don't know if this analogy is a good one but like you know, you look at Kylie Cosmetics or like Kim Kardashian, what they've done. Like, they were able to do something and use their image and likeness and get money from it, and no one was trying to take from their pod. Like you can you can be an amateur in your sport, but a professional outside. Yeah. They shouldn't intertwine. Like, yeah. If they I'm should a, be mutually if I'm a professional, exclusive. like if I'm a, if I'm an athlete and I want to promote my my hoodies or my sh- like my clothing line, or maybe I want to start my own shoes or whatever. Like, that should be separate than from. The at the school and the athlete that I that I because there's regular students that start their own businesses and companies while there's regular students. Because I surely did when I was in my MBA program. Hello. So why can't an athlete do it, especially when they're generating all this money in the first place? And y'all don't want to give them a cut, so let them create then, a business off of their own image and likeness we're and make up, money. We're coming up with some free this is why, game. This NCAA, is why we're listen. Consul- this is why we're consultants. Okay. This is why we're consultants. We, we make you guys better. <laughs> Let us make you better, please. Yeah. And also just be fair. Like, exactly. It, it, I feel like and it's so messed up to tell someone you can't create a business off of who you are and what you've done and the accomplishments that you have achieved. Because what you did and what you've done. School, you're making that much more money off of the people on campus and your actual fans. For sure. And I just feel like it's only right. Like you, you can represent these brand, like talking about brands. You can represent Nike, Under Armour, Adidas. You know, you go to the especially through the AAU circuit. You kind of you you're gonna go to a school that you're affiliated with, all that stuff. Why can't you start branding yourself? I mean, shout out to to the Ball family, the Big Baller brand. Like that takes guts to start your own brand. The concept of it, you're putting your hand up like, don't talk about LeVar Ball. Yeah, I don't How, care. However, him and their family starting their own brand, I respect that because you're, they're not just going to accept like, okay, I'm a Nike athlete and I wear their stuff and they pay me to wear this and say this and this and that. No, like, he's their own brand and they want to basically do with the things that we were talking about. Yes. Have your own business. I mean, it's as the well same thing that the freaking Kardashians did. So I'm gonna be like, whatever. It is what it is. It's just we can look at it. Yeah, whatever. People do that. I'm just saying. Someone's a hater. <laughs> I, I don't hate. I just don't agree That's with fine. some of the decisions that were made. But That's I do fine. believe capitalizing off of your celebrity status, whatever that celebrity status is, and making money off of it. You should be able to. Yeah. And still be a product in the NCAA. Honestly, as if if I'm the NCAA, I want my athletes to be doing that, like promoting themselves, representing their schools, you know, doing that for them because it's just more eyes mm-hmm. watching their stuff. That's what you guys want, right? More views, more likes, all that that gets you guys more money. Why wouldn't you want your athletes to promote what they got going on as well. Well, there's something like, deeper. That, uplift them. There's something deeper that's going on within them. So it's like we don't even want to touch on what the, what you know what's know. happening over there. But it's more so about like empowering athletes to you know be okay to like start their own business and be able to like learn how to. The thing is, 
starting a business is really difficult. So while you're on that platform, you learn how to market, right? You mm -hmm. learn how to handle finances. Like then you can learn how to like really manage stuff while you're in college. And then that helps you with life after sports. That's my whole basis off of it. And I feel like, you know, we should be entitled to make a little couple extra dollars because it is hard. Everyone talks about, I'm a poor college student. Guess what? Student athletes <laughs> still experience that same saga. We still are poor college students too. We might just, you know, have a stipend, but depending on where you live in the world, that stipend doesn't go far. I feel like most people that would say athletes shouldn't get paid were never in the athlete's shoes. Like yeah. they don't understand that college athlete life. Mm -hmm. They just don't. Like if you went through it, if you were a full-time student athlete and stu like all of that together, especially at the D1 level, when you have to, you don't get summers, all that, I think. It, I think the people that went through that process, obviously you and I, mm -hmm. we understand fully what it takes, and yeah. we understand like, and we're not even asking for a huge amount of money. We're just saying take care of us. We want to feel secure. Yeah, we want to feel good about you know being a college athlete. Like obviously we 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 do, but like we want just a little more, a little bit more help. Well, I, I, I look at it, too, when we're talking about, like, networking and relationship building, this can really help athletes for that networking and relationship building when it comes to business. I, I'm always thinking, like, business-focused. Mm -hmm. And so you are not only connecting with people in the world of athletics, but you can also connect with people that are in the particular industry you want to start a business in. Then that helps you when eventually you are a product of the shakeout, mm -hmm. right? We keep talking about a clothing line, but maybe someone wants to start an app, right? And so they're learning about the components of an application, and they're networking with people that can help them create an application. And so that way, they already have. Then they have work experience too. So even right. if their app isn't super super successful or anything, then they have that much more of a chance to get a really cool job, maybe doing applications for one of these big tech companies. And I think that's what it's about, giving these athletes an opportunity to start something and possibly even fail because most startups do fail, but give them an opportunity to do something off their image and likeness and allow them to learn about other things outside of school and basketball. Like give them some life lessons about exactly. like business and entrepreneurship and work. So then they also have something else to put on their resume. Yeah. You know, I think you nailed it when saying giving them that opportunity, right? Like we as athletes, we don't even realize our full potential because all we do is focus on our school and our sport mm -hmm. and that's it. But we don't we don't think about our life after sport or like even a passion that we have outside of it because we have so much going on with our sport and our school. Mm -hmm. But if we allow athletes, like you said, to give them that opportunity to just test the waters, you know, while they're still in school. That's what college is all about, right? Trying to find yourself and figure it out. Because mm -hmm. you want to be prepared for when you graduate and you're, because we're talking about the 98%, right? Mm -hmm. When you graduate, you want to know, at least have an idea of where you're heading and yeah. what you want to do. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this on our previous podcast of like when it ends and you, you aren't prepared, how scary it can be, mm -hmm. especially that identity crisis and everything, you start thinking about, oh, who am I now? And like, that's when it can turn to a dark path. Yeah. However, if you give them an opportunity to start feeling it out, what, you know, maybe it is starting an app, maybe it is, you know, 
being in the tech world, like you having an internship to work your way up. That way, when you do graduate, you're not just starting the entry level. Maybe you're a little bit higher than that. Mm-hmm. So, so I agree. Like I think that, um, at, and it just ties into our title of our podcast again. Is that athletes are people too. Like we need to understand that these collegiate athletes are so much more than just the sport that they play, and that they, if given the opportunity to figure it out, what what it what that passion outside of their sport is, I can guarantee you that that third lean cause will drop. I also you know I mean? feel like, and I also feel like an athlete, when they feel like they have really been taken care of from their university, and then they kind of hit it big time, whether they become a professional athlete, whether they are successful in the whatever industry that they get into, they're more inclined to then give back money to the to school. where they came from, of course. So, so you look at, hold on, you look at the ROI, right? You invest in your athletes. You allow them the opportunity to get paid off their image and likeness. And then they become a household name and really successful. And they want to give back to you guys because they want to help other athletes. So it becomes a win-win situation for, for everyone. For both sides, exactly. It gives more, it gives the incentive to the university, too, to want to take care of their athletes. Yeah. Because on the flip side, when athletes don't feel like they're getting support from their university or their coach or whoever they'll easily turn it on them. You know, oh, my my university didn't help me at all. They didn't give me the right tools. They, they don't care about they, me. They don't care about me. I'm just another statistic. Yep. So in order to change that narrative, you know, there needs to be change. Be the change you want to see in this world. Amen. <laughs> Namaste. Namaste on my grind. Absolutely. All day, <laughs> every day. Um, but I think that, I mean, that's kind of what we want to talk about. We kind of want to talk about, you know, athletes getting paid for their image and likeness, what that looks like, possible solutions, even, you know, things that they can do, like on top of their image and likeness, because they can be a household name in their certain area. Like you said, they can get an internship at a job, um, where they can even work from home. Like the remote option of working from home or your dorm room is something that is very popular. I mean, that's how I'm being able to keep my job while I move across the country. And it's it's something that I feel like every single industry will have a certain component of a work from home element. So Mm -hmm. giving athletes the opportunity to capitalize off their image and likeness, help them get internships, help them start businesses, give them a little bit of money. So that way they're set up for success post athletics. Exactly. Giving them that opportunity because Athletes will just get thrown into the real world and say, and it's just like, all right, good luck. Sink or swim. Now it's your turn. Like, yeah. Good luck, buddy. Yeah. So athletes just need a little more help. Just yeah. a little. That's all. And a little more money. Just a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you know. Let's. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see where this where this goes. I am too. I I think I think we'll live in a world one day where college athletes will be compensated. And they'll figure out. It'll probably take a few, like trial and errors, but they'll figure it out eventually. Yeah. I, I I truly believe so because, like I said, like at some point the athletes are gonna get fed up. Yeah. I mean, and without the athletes, there is no product. Yep. Yeah. Especially at like the high high level, like at some point athletes are just gonna have to take a stand. I think we've started to, but I think I think we will live in a world where athletes are at least bare minimum getting a little extra chunk of change at the end. Yeah, for sure. Whether it be like when they graduate or like a monthly stipend, depending on like, you know, likeliness and all that. Yeah. I think that we will live in that world one day, but 
as for now, we're just gonna see. We're just gonna we're gonna like, see it and watch it play out. But you know, I'm really interested for people to kind of send us DMs or even I, I think comment on this podcast episode and let us know like. Do you think athletes should get paid to play to and for their guys, image and yeah. likeness? And if so, how much? And also, when do you think like all athletes eventually will get paid for their image and all likeness? Of that. Like, I want to hear. I want to hear wanna, from people. Yeah, I want to hear if you have a solution to the problem. I want to hear like how much or like you know. I want to hear what you guys think. Yeah. So let us know, and then we'll catch you in the next episode. Stay blessed. Thank you for listening to Athletes Are People Too, brought to you by ShakeOut. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to our podcast. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ShakeOutLLC, and like us on Facebook. And remember, you are more than your sport.